to Cork Stats here on the Mayo Media Network, presented by Jock Market, the very best new daily app anywhere where Wall Street meets Main Street meets 161st Street. It's your host, John Legaza, the big dude with the big mouth from the Big Apple, coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York, as always, coming out the chair, as always, getting ready for another day of the national pastime, as always, is this the best or what? If you like what we're doing, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, Man, that Mayo Media Network is bringing the smoke star and the big dude and you, the Cork Stats crew. If you're unfamiliar to what we're doing here, welcome aboard. We are just going to get you ready for everything. This is the ubiquitous profit baseball show. Everything that you could think of, we're going to do daily. We're doing fantasy. We're doing betting and everything in between. Those are the three pillars of profit around here at MMN. And for the audio-only listeners... I see you. Rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. I know people like to digest this stuff on the way home from work while commuting, and that is just fine. I'm thinking of you as well. We're going to really try and focus on the games later on in the day when possible. I think the very first day I was giving out picks at 1 in the afternoon. People are listening to stuff that already happened. And, yeah, I guess I look pretty smart if a bet is posted, but the game already happened. Well, not going to really be much help for you, and that's what we're all about. That actionable information. Yesterday's show, really good. 10 and 12 team home league waiver ads check that out i know this is probably too much roto too much 15 team high stakes league centric information out there that stuff is important and i think if you understand it it will help you succeed in smaller leagues but yesterday was really focused on the home leaguers today i wanted to do something a little bit different we're going to focus on the daily slate of course but the fantasy section today i want to look at the advanced stat leaderboard i know it's small sets we're gonna be looking for some outliers it's gonna be a lot of fun there are some names and stats that are just really kind of wonky this time of year but you know that's just what it is so let's jump in to daily you know of course i pretty much have basically replaced standard dfs with jock market outright and the proof is in the pudding I mean, listen, we did a tutorial on it. Check it out. But it's pretty easy to understand. DFS, you need nine hits at a time in order to win. You either win all the monies or none of the monies. Most of the time, you win none of the monies. In Jock Market, you get the $100 match free. When I started, it was only a $20 promo. It's now up near $3,500. There is no jackpot. So it's a testament to me and you in the market every day, identifying values. So let's try and do just that. We've got the Pirates against Washington. Brew Baker has been a bit of a home run machine in the past. 1.8 home runs per nine with an 825 OPS against lefties. That's where we want to look. Queue up Nationals lefties. I have found, especially like I said, the content coming out early in the morning. It's going to be on the vine all day. We're probably going to have lineup changes. We might even have pitching changes. You never know. So I want to try and give the information that will be the most useful for the biggest part of the day so let's circle lefties on the Nats that's Soto that's Bell we're even looking at Ruiz and if the lineups come out and there is like another cheap lefty stuck in there that's a player we want to get let me just give some numbers for Jock Mark because I know we're getting lots of new players and I really do appreciate it 
What happens is the very top player on the board returns $25 a share. And probably a good player goes for five. An okay player goes for three. Really good players go for seven, eight, ten, and above. But now think about that. To pay $10 for a player that needs to be the best on the board in order to return 25, it's only a two and a half times return to be one of 100 players. Those odds are not very good. That's not how we're going to make money. We're going to be looking for the players in that three, four, five dollar range that could finish up in the 18, 20 dollar range, which we kind of do all the time of course opportunities plate appearances being at the center so we would just want to find guys that are playing look for lefties on the Nats to start there my boy Joanna Don I'm kind of a big fan of his I've been tracking him for the minors I drafted him on my fantasy teams I didn't know he was gonna get a shot this early he looked good I think Pete Alonzo smoked him hey listen man giving up a bomb to the big polar bear is not that big of an issue for me he has struggled with lefties so we want to be looking at lefties on the pirates these i like in particular because they could be going off pretty cheap we're gonna be looking at daniel vogelbach and even yoshi susugo and again any other lefties that might be in the lineup now a guy like vogelbach is probably gonna lead off you might get him for three dollars and 75 cents he hits a ding dong or two this guy's a chance to be the top player on the board i know people always think it's gonna be a superstar that's not always the case he doesn't even need to be the top hit if at he goes off for three dollars fifty cents let's say i mean this guy could just end up in the middle of the board return seven or eight bucks and it was a huge hit and if you have other losses the wins will help to float those i mean i could go on and on and on about why jock market makes so much more sense from a profit point of view than dfs if you're looking for lottery tickets go play dfs i actually suggest that you play low entry gpps anyway play a single entry every day and go for the home run but if you're looking to really get paid and provide supplemental incomes a thing that i do right i man i didn't start in content creation i started in handicapping i started in making money in this stuff people said hey man this guy actually makes money at this stuff let's hear what he has to say so that's really should be at the center of sustainability and profiting something i just wrote about at the athletic if you want to check that out it's very early in the season people are wondering why i'm not betting 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 all these crazy amounts because there's a method to the badness my algorithm and yours your model if anything whatever you're using to handicap should be driven by data we don't have any last year's data is fun but those stats are only worth so much so let's get back into the daily one daily set here excuse me one second sorry about that so we have zach Granke with the royals he's back homer prone to righties as always we're going to be looking for those tiger righties give me bias now man i'd love to recommend javier bias he's probably going to be too expensive so again i always am very transparent where my l's and my w's on my sleeve i do like baez but once he crosses that seven dollar fifty cent threshold i'll say thanks but no thanks he's a situation where maybe dfs does have the upper hand because it's not as sharp right everybody could like bias so everybody gets bias at the same price in jock market supply and demand take over where even if we like a player it begins to cost the player the the daily player you know apples to apples dollars so it really the advantages for playing jock market just goes on and on and on one of those punishing the chalk so we're looking at Baez, maybe scope even miggy now scope and miggy might be going off really cheap scope just hit a bomb remember they come in bunches so you may get scope i'd say scope is like a four dollar fifty cent player anybody that i mention let's call them 450 to five dollars the better players of course will go north i normally cap at 750 and the lower players anything we can get below that four dollar mark man and we think we're going to get quality at bats that's how i've made my money in the jock market and again 
Proof is in the pudding. I'm up like, I don't even know, 17,000% or something ridiculous like that. And, you know, I just haven't had the monster day. It just hasn't been what it is. I'm picking up percentage points every single day. We're growing. I like to think about the Price is Right game with the yodeler. And the guy's got his little goat and he's clicking up. You know, he never goes flying up the mountain. He's just always clicking up. And now put a bigger mouth on that guy and that'd be me. All right, we got one more. No surprise here. Justin Steele and the Cubbies from the right side of the track in Chi-Town had an up into the altitude to meet the rocks well Steele looked really good his first time out I don't think he's that good I also don't think he's going to defeat Coors so give me righties on Coors we're looking at Cron, Elias Diaz and Connor Joe now again whenever there's a game in Coors the market is pretty much aware of it but what I'd like to highlight is the cheap players then I, I like to use the word backfill we talk about that in DFS you know backfilling the lineup where you may have spots backfill your portfolio with cores any player in the lineup is worth five dollars if anyone in the lineup on either side is going off for less than five dollars you can buy a share safely with a pretty good positive expectation. And believe it or not, some of those players, because I get it, backup catchers could be out there. Diaz might not even be playing. You may get Nunez and no one's interested, but you pay for those guys, cores being the spot. So that was really cool. That's the daily um, for today. I want to bring up the advanced stat leaderboard. You got to deal with me. It moves a little slow. You know, all these things are really kind of custom and stuff like that. But I do think there is some interesting stuff to be found on these leaderboards. You know, people often ask me about some of the stats that I quote. So I think we'll get to a little bit of that as well, right? The beginning of the season, yes, the games have started. But I don't think that the learning should ever stop. Okay, so I'm, I have um, Alex Chamberlain's pitch leaderboard up, which I, I suggest everybody... Go and get it. Uh, it's free, although I believe he asked for a donation, whatever you can. If the donation is the problem, you hit me up. I will donate $2 or $5 in your name. You know, that should not hold you back. It means that much to me to help you out. Money, I, I, I care less about money every day that I get older. All right, so I got this board up. Let's start with um, disciplinary stats. We're looking at, we're going to look at starting pitchers first, right? Just to look for some major um, advanced statistical outliers and, you know, just see if anything kind of stands out. First place, really good spot to look is swinging strike rate, right? Something in the control of the pitcher, normally a really good metric, right? That kind of, I don't know, crosses the spectrum, let's say. So, We've got four pitchers so far with a 20% swinging strike rate. Carlos Radon, Nate Ivalde, Kevin Gaussman, Kyle Hendricks. That one, a bit of an outlier. Didn't expect that. How about another Kyle ground baller right there at 19.5? Kyle Gibson. Then we see Lee Giolito. Please hurry back soon. Shane McClanahan, Pablo Lopez, Robbie Ray. All that you'd expect. Otani, Montas. Now, I think that maybe makes right what we've seen from Gibson and Hendricks even more impressive. Granted, it's a small set. Please keep an eye on Kyle Gibson. I believe he's been erroneously labeled a lead baller or kind of trash. I don't think he is. Let's keep going down. We're going to see some names that I really like. Logan Gilbert on that list, 16.5% swing strike rate. Anything above 15 is very, very good. Give you another quick one. Quick rule of thumb. When you're trying to estimate K rate, now again, these are just a rule of thumb. It's not an exact science. You can double swing strike rate to give you an idea of where the K rate 
might be. So they'll give why 15% swing strike rate doubled is 30, how that's elite. So 15% swing strike rate's elite. Down the list, Logan Gilbert, my boy Bailey Ober, Dylan Cease, Garrett Cole, Stephen Matz, Merrill Kelly, Kyle Wright. Guys, you've heard me mention even River San Martin is up there above 15%. People not sure he could get swings and misses. Now again, one or two starts does not a swing and miss pitcher make. However, you got to keep your eyes on this stuff if you want to be first. The market is extremely sharp. So there's some swing strike stuff, and I really, I just really like to dive into these things. I want to dive into some contact stuff as well. Now, granted, uh, there's been a lot of back and forth in the very intelligent baseball community about a pitcher's ability to control contact. Now, unfortunately, I've been on the side of the stupider people where I generally end up, but you know what? doesn't stop me because I do not appeal to authority. Now, I do understand a pitcher doesn't wake up and allow hard contact, right? Nick Pavetta does not wake up tomorrow allowing hard contact. However, I believe hard contact is a function of poor control. A lot of the very detailed granular work I've done backs that up. Aaron Nola is a pretty good example. He continually outperforms his peripherals. Because we're regressing fly balls that shouldn't be regressed, he, he I mean, it's like a dead center target bullseye and that's why they end up in the seat so if you're going to throw meatballs those are going to be home runs and if you don't give up a lot of meatballs and you don't give up a lot of fly balls you won't give up a lot and the regression models will always tell us that you're you know underperforming i should say so just be careful with that kind of stuff i do think contact metrics matter a little bit so let's go to everyone's favorite we got expected woba which is always really fun there are some <laughs> there are some big names at the top of this list already jose barrios worst expected Woba allowed in the league at 693. Other pitchers of note with extremely high ex-Wobas. Now, these are pitchers that we probably don't want to overreact to, but it just gives you an idea of pitchers getting walloped right now. Jose Barrios, Marco Gonzalez, Nick Pavetta, Julio Arias, all at that 600 Woba mark. Only Tyler Wells, Jordan Lyles, Antonio Sensantella above 500, but then Brandon Woodruff, Joanna Dunn, who I mentioned, up above 480. Steven Matz, Max Scherzer, Reed Detmers there, St. Martin, Ober, Casey Mize. Again, so I wanted to make sure that I showed you a mix of names just to give you an idea how contact metrics are not, 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 especially early on, not something to overreact to, but I do want to look at it. I think we're better off looking at the positives, right, than the negatives because the positives are probably harder to achieve even in small samples. So before we get out of here, let's just check the CSW leaderboard. So that's, it's cold strikes plus whiffs, although it's actually pretty funny. I am, I'm good friends with Alex fast. He's a very good guy. You got to check all his stuff out at Pitcher List. He developed CSW, but it's actually kind of funny if you were to speak to him or take out the magnifying glass on CSW. It's actually not whiffs. They're actually swinging strikes, but it's the amount of cold strikes and swinging strikes that a pitcher gets. Calls for don't at 50. Holy moly. Hachi, Machi, Liberace. Anything above 30 is the benchmark for being really good. Giolito, Rodon, Otani, Peralta, McClanahan, C, San Martin, Yavaldi. See how this is the top of leaderboard? And like I said it's very hard to fool there really aren't any outliers so there's kyle gibson with tyle molly kyle gaussman hunter green logan gilbert robbie ray bailey ober that was just the top of the leaderboard name for name so keep those names that maybe you didn't expect just in the front of your mind if you're in a more shallow league i would absolutely be adding 
Bailey over, Alex Cobb, Reed Detmers. Get those guys on your squad. So that'll do it for the fantasy section. A little bit of the advanced leaderboard, some guys to look out for, maybe some overperformers. Check it out. Every day we'll be doing a fantasy section that I hope will help you win leagues. I'm just going to read you what happened yesterday. You have access to the box score. You are really tuning into this for the nuance and the context. Let's do just some more of that before we get out of here with the thing that is so very near and dear to my heart, which is betting on baseball. Boy, do I love to bet. And if you're listening to Mayo Media Net, then you do too. I really appreciate the quality of character and content of the people that are in the comments. All very nice people. The questions I get are all very astute. And I intend to answer every one of them. We've been around flat for the year, which I guess is fine. I think we're doing a little bit better than flat. We're actually in the black because we hit the daily parlay yesterday. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, Patty Mayo, the GOAT, was nice enough to allow me to offer you access to my betting work. Uh, it's free right now. 100% free. No shills here. That's not how I roll. There is a tip jar if you want to help to keep the lights on. And I promise every dollar is going to be going back into the production. If you've noticed, I went from hanging a ragged sheet to 4K cameras at HD with, you know, some brand new Yankee jigs. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into the betting board. You can check that stuff out. MLB Moving Averages on Twitter. I also have a Patreon page, MLB Moving Averages, but it's free. It's purely to host. 100% free. We're doing Starting Pitcher Matrix the daily picks a breakdown of every game strategy plus risks daily starting pitcher rankings implied team totals a home run tracker and jock marketplace there literally is not anything else anywhere that i think matches that and that's including including stuff behind the paywall so thank you patty mayo for allowing me the platform to help all you out now let's dive into this betting board real quick i found that it may be a little more helpful i found to have feedback from the listeners rather than just give a bet to kind of work my way through the board i've really enjoyed that now again it looks like i'm getting ready to step on the rake again with the Mariners love the Mariners and Logan Gilbert they're at even money against the White Sox and Jimmy Lambert yesterday I thought we had the pitching edge Robbie Ray over Dallas Keigel however I did have a listener get up in my comments and tell me to be careful because of the weather he was right I did not pull the pick and I should have that weather was gross that game should probably not have even been played but I'm going back to the well Lambert is not any good I know the Mariners bats haven't really been but we shouldn't need much Logan Gilbert against the White Sox who can hit but Eloy is down you remove a piece like Eloy that lineup takes a pretty precipitous step back so give me the Mariners F5 I also think they pull this one out to win we've got a really good one in St. Louis when Wainwright faces Woodruff I'm probably gonna fade this one outright I know a lot of times people have heard me say that I will take that plus half run first five I think Woodruff is going to bounce back in a major way. Milwaukee had a big win last night late in the game. I think I'm going to probably avoid that. But we want to watch that one. This is the one that I also really like. The Phillies and Kyle Gibson going to Miami and... Uh, Sandy Alcantara now of course we're going to be the underdog but to get that Philly offense as an underdog with a guy like Gibson who should handle the Marlins the way he's looked give me the Phillies I think they win it outright but I think we get the F5 for sure and if we get your hands on the plus half run when the F5 lines come out you want to do that lots of books don't have them posted yet but the underdog will most likely have you know the plus five runs sometimes I guess they're listed as a pick them so keep your eye on the Phillies I like them to win 
him, but I definitely like him for the F5. There were a couple more. Kevin Gaussman in the Blue Jays against the Severino and the Yankees. I've been kind of digging these and just getting with the underdog. This is another one listed at 8.5. The public has been chasing these numbers down. If this one gets to 8, again, go over. That was my bet last night that we hit in the daily parlay. We've got... The Angels and Otani going to Rangers and Dane Dunning. Gotta like the Angels. Anytime they're, I see minus 130 on the board for Otani versus Dunning. Give me the Angels. Now, I generally don't pay a lot of juice. I might work that into a parlay, but definitely give me the Angels to win. One last one, maybe, before we get out of here. This one cannot say no to. It's the Braves and Uncle Chuck, Charlie Morton, even money against the Padres and Joey Musgrove. You gotta like the, I mean, I think Morton is greater than some. Musgrove. I think the Braves are greater than sign Padres. Morton should be a favorite with the Braves in San Diego. Keep an eye on that one. Remember, it is listed at even money. So the reason that matters so much to me, because I don't bet money lines. Now, granted, price matters. It's very, very important. But like five bucks on the line, minus 105 to minus 110, is not enough to say I'm not betting that. The problem with having a game flip from pick to underdog or underdog to favorite vice versa is when we lose that plus half run so i want to make sure that i hit this one early i generally wait for lineups to come out but that one i want to get fast if i can get atlanta at minus 135 or better even minus 140 would be the absolute outlier give me that half run so i can keep it tied through five and i really think we're going to cash that one we've been doing very well on the first five run lines it's really been the place where i butter my bread finding pitching matchups yesterday we had Oakland and Frankie Montas. I got a lot of pushback on that. How could you go up against McClanahan and the Rays? Well, we dogged them three zip and put some money in our pocket. So I think that'll do it, everybody, for the show today. Cork Stats, powered by Mayo Media Net, presented by Jock Market. Download the app for free. $100 mash. If it's free, it's for me. Hop on Twitter, MLB Moving Averages. I already have the Matrix up. We're going to run the algo shortly. The picks are coming. You get pricing. You get strategies. You get a write-up. You get the home run tracker. You're going to get SP rankings and implying totals. And it's free. Every single penny, if you want to donate, only what and if you can, goes back into the program. You have my word. So we have some daily stacks, right? We want to be looking at, we had um, Nats up today. We want to be looking at Nationals, Lefties, Pirates, Lefties, Tigers, Righties, Rockies, Righties, though basically anybody in cores. We went through fantasy and some stat leaderboards. Please keep an eye on Kyle Gibson. If he is an ace again today, you're probably not going to be able to add him, right? So maybe make a trade. I mean, I think if you lowball a trade today, I think you get a Kyle Gibson trade done. The owner currently will think like, wow, I sold high on Kyle Gibson. I think there's a bit more. Plus, we're in the age of shortened outings. Kyle Gibson is one of the handful of pitchers that I could see getting us to 200 innings. So that'll do it for Big Johnny Stud and Cork Stats, Mayo Media Net, Download Jock Market, MLB Averages, Moving Averages. Man, is this crazy or what? Well, one week in, expect the energy level to stay at the red line all the way through the spring, all the way through the summer till the weather starts getting cool because this is what we do, 115 off the crack of the bat. Man, I really love you people. I really do appreciate your time. Mine is so very precious and I talk so fast that I try and treat yours the same. Yo, enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. And when we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, everybody. Man, I catch this on the flip side. Tell me not. When you work this hard, it just feels a lot less like luck, don't it? Peace.